We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey everyone, welcome to the Road Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Wednesday, it's June 28th, it's 2023. 13 baseball games on today's slate. Ready to break this one down. Joined today by Timothy Buell. Tasteful Tides. What's happening, Tim? How's it going, Stevie? Yeah, I I know you you and Will already talked about this, but uh, great NASCAR uh, stuff again this, this week, Stevie. I know you took down the uh, 121. Uh, I, I I had a winning week also, but I didn't have as good a week as you did. So congrats again, my man. That was that was awesome. I'm happy for you. Thanks, man. Um, turn it into some running hot baseball. We'll see if we hey. can keep it going. So yeah, uh, you Great know when stuff. you get those heaters, you're like, hey, I'm uh, I'm on it right now. So um, yep. Luckily, I didn't play a lot on Tuesday night baseball, and my one lineup that I did play looks pretty good right now. So we'll see how it works out Clayton Kershaw doing his thing. Um, so I have, I have JD Martinez, so that might be enough. That he might, just hit a I, second one. Yeah. I know. I know. I know. I'm hope I'm hoping that's enough. May, maybe I might be able to speak out of min cash. I'm not sure. Nothing hey, special. Listen, sometimes you got to make it work, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. I will say I, uh, on the podcast yesterday, I was talking about Peterson and he had a really good start for his first time back up with the big league team. And, doesn't stink when you get to face um milwaukee so that's right but we got uh we got 13 games what's up youtube hope everyone's having a fantastic tuesday night over there if you haven't already subscribe to the roto grinders morning grind youtube page turn on those notifications that way you'll know exactly when we get rolling here and get started so 
Let's jump in, have some fun. We have Cincinnati at Baltimore. Nine total in this game. Baltimore, a 178 favorite. Weaver and Gibson, any interest here in Luke Weaver? You know, not not really, Stevie. Um, I think he might be like slightly better pitcher than we give him credit for, but I don't think this is the slate or the matchup to get cute. I know that he's only 6,400, but, um, you know, it's he's a 20% strikeout guy, which is pretty decent for that price, but, you know, Baltimore is Baltimore's a good team now. So I, I just – I don't think that uh, – I don't think we need to go there on this slate. Yeah, I think there's going to be a few cheap pitchers that we're going to like better yeah. as we get going here. Um, so I'm going to I'm gonna pass on Weaver. And honestly, I'm probably going to pass on Kyle Gibson on the other side of this game. You know, this is a team that has been playing a lot better since they've kind of called – their talent up. I mean, it's as simple as that. That's what's really happening here. So Gibson is always someone that could go out and have a really like sound game. Um, but overall, sitting under 18% strikeout rate this season, his woe was at like 330, 50% hard hits. His hard hit rate over the last month is even higher. Um, so his barrel rate is like 12% over the last month. Um, so he's been getting hit really hard here in this little stretch that we've had for the last 30 days. So, um, I'm out on Gibson. Do you have any thoughts on him? Yeah, he's too expensive. Uh, he's an okay real life pitcher, but in this matchup, he's, he's too expensive and you know, you really, you really nailed it. I really, I really like the reds in this spot. Um, you know, this is a big, big slate. We obviously have tons of games that we need to break down, but, um, I think this is a matchup. I, and I don't think the Reds are going to be owned at all, right? So, um, I I really like the Reds in this matchup. Um, they're getting priced up, but they deserve to be priced up. I love watching this young team. I can't. I mean, they are overachieving a little bit. They're not going to be this good, but still, like Kyle Gibson, he's getting hit hit hard, like you mentioned. And um, you know, I got I like guys like Matt McLean, um, Jonathan India. I mean, of course, Ali Dele Cruz, despite his, you know, ever-increasing price tag. But I, I really like this team, and I think they're going to be super contrarian. Yeah, I think we can throw Joey Votto in there, too. Um, a small sample size, but 50% of his balls in play have been hard hits. So um, we were all kind of curious what he was going to be like after the injury, and he's hitting the ball hard. I mean, that's, that's all you can kind of ask for here for Votto. He's expensive. The Reds are expensive. I'm with you, I think, because of the pricing. They would be um, lower owned here. If this game was in Cincinnati, they would be one of my top stacks on the slate. Um, listen, I'm yeah. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Um, Kyle Freeland's pitching against the Dodgers today. They're my favorite stack. <laughs> I mean, there's, um, a, there's a lot of good spots on the board, and we haven't even talked about cores. So. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, I like yeah. the Reds, too. I think that you're on to something. Um, again, like... This is a really good matchup. Gibson has been getting hit very, very hard here recently. Uh, any interest in the Baltimore Bats against Luke Weaver? I I kind of do uh, because I think that they're kind of priced at a discount. Um, like I think uh, Austin Hayes at 3,800 is super interesting. Cedric Mullins at 4,700. Like I think it's a little bit too cheap for him. Um they have uh, Westberg, who just came up. He's 2,900. I mean, if he cracks the lineup, 
Uri- uh, Urias at 3,100. So I don't know if this is like a full stack for me, but I think that there are bits and pieces as like fill-in stacks that are pretty cheap and they're in a pretty good spot. So I don't think they're a team to ignore in any capacity. Um, so I just, I, like I said, I don't think they're a full stack, but I think, I think that they're definitely interesting um, for like a fill in stack. San Diego at Pittsburgh, eight and a half total in this game. Padres are 150 favorite. We got Snell and Keller facing off against each other. Blake Snell um, has been incredible recently. Can he keep going um, is always the question when it comes to Blake Snell. But we are seeing Blake Snell turn back the clock here. He has been pitching insanely good. Uh, you look at his 30-day numbers, he has a 44% K rate with a 0.04 ISO, <laughs> a 38% whiff rate, and a 17.5% swinging strike rate in the last 30 days. Um, he has been pitching incredible. Pittsburgh is a team that can hit left-handed pitching. I think they are kind of middle of the road. Yeah, they're 16th in WRC+, plus their league average um, – Snell 10-3, four games in a row over 30. He's had some good matchups, but man, he's been pitching great. What are your thoughts here on Blake Snell and Pittsburgh? I'm all aboard Blake Snell. Uh, you know, it's like I, I see no reason to fade him in this spot. Um, if you're a MME player, I th- I think I would take an overweight stance on him. Um, like I don't see this being the spot where he, where he, you know, shuts it down or he, or, or he becomes inefficient because, you know, that's Blake Snell's biggest weakness is because he becomes inefficient. He starts walking guys and he's out, you know, after three innings. I don't, I don't think that's going to be the situation in this game. So I say you keep, you keep rolling with him. Um, so hopefully he's not overwhelming chalks. Like if he's super chalk on a 13 game slate, then maybe maybe I'd walk back what I said a little bit. But if he's gonna be, you know, not the super chalk, because I don't think he's gonna be. We have other options on the slate. It's a big slate. So I think he's a, a tremendous play. Yeah, I mean, overall, it's a 13 game slate. I don't think um I don't think it's like one of those things where Anybody is going to be like massive chalk. Um, It doesn't look like weather is going to be a huge factor anywhere. Um, The wind is like blowing like right to left and Wrigley kind of in a little bit. So like, I don't think weather is going to be a factor anywhere. It's a 13 game slate. I really just don't see like, Hey, I need to like really worry about ownership on like this guy because Eflin Webb, Nola, Singa, Keller, like, Going to the other side of this game. Really good pitcher on the other side of this game, too. Mitch Keller. Yep. He's having a phenomenal season. He gets a really tough matchup here going up against San Diego. Um, he's a good pitcher. His prices, uh, they would have like enticed us in this spot with Keller at like 8,500, 8,800, maybe. I'm, I'm rolling the dice. This lineup is so good. They've eliminated a lot of the strikeouts in this lineup. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm having a tough time playing Mitch Keller today. It's not the slate for him. It's not the price for him. There's going to be so many better options. I doubt I doubt uh, Keller is going to have like a ceiling game that he really is going to hurt you 
that that you can't win a GPP without him. I just I find that highly unlikely. Can he have a good start? Can he be a reasonable pitcher on this slate? Yes, absolutely. But I I doubt I doubt he has a ceiling performance uh, in in this matchup. All right, um, bats of this game. I mean, two really good pitchers. Any interest in the San Diego bats? I mean, other than I think you can always play Tatis, but I mean, that would be it. I really don't have much interest in the bats in the, on either side of this game. To be honest with you, I I just I don't see a path to me getting to them. I don't have interest in bats on either side of this game. I I am a guy that will play like Joe and McCutcheon against left-handed pitching, but I mean, I kind of respect how good Snell has been pitching. His advanced stats look phenomenal. Like it's not he's not getting lucky. He's pitching really right. really good. So, um if you want to stack against Blake Snell, I'm not going to mm-hmm. tell you no. I'm just saying his advanced stats for the last um month month and a half look fantastic. Uh, yeah, Henry Henry Davis at twenty two hundred would be the only guy that I would consider as like just like a cheap value play, but that would be just about it. All right, San Francisco at Toronto. We have an eight and a half total in this one. The Blue Jays a one twenty two favorites of Trevor Richards going up against Logan Webb. Any interest here in Logan Webb? I think he's too pricey uh, for for a guy who doesn't have like the most elite strikeout stuff in a very very tough matchup. It's almost like Keller against San Diego. I feel very similar. Uh, too expensive. I, I doubt that the ceiling is really going to hurt you. Like yeah, he's got twenty four percent strikeouts, five percent walks. The control is elite. Um, you know, but this is a big slate, and I want more strikeouts. Um, so for that price. Given given the hitters that we're going to have to roster on this slate, um, I, I don't think – I think 10-6 is too much. I think he goes out and pitches a good game. Mm-hmm. I just don't think he pays off the price tag. So I, I agree with you. I think that his ceiling is what hurts him here. I think he goes out and he generates a lot of ground balls. He gives up maybe two or three runs. Um, he strikes out four to six hitters it's just not enough at 10 six again like if we're getting him 9k in this spot it's a different conversation but 10 six with the bats that we have on this slate i just i have a hard time even in like a 20 entry max playing a lot if any web today because i just don't think he has that ceiling i'm not saying i'm playing bats against him i think this is a terrible spot for the toronto bats and we'll talk about that in a second but um, I just, it is, it's just really like price is the biggest issue here for me when it comes to, to web, uh, Trevor Richards on the other side of this game. He's not a, a great pitcher. He does. I mean, he's, he's flashed a little bit of upside out of the bullpen. I just don't expect him to go deep in this game. Um, I, I, I would assume he throws like a max of like 60 pitches here working out of the bullpen most of the season. I think all of the season. Um, so I'm not touching Trevor Richards today. I'm not either. I think this is a clear, clear, clear stay away. So as far as the bats for San Francisco, I am going to bring up my concern for them before I let you give me your thoughts. 
So my concern here is Richards is going to go out and throw three to four innings in this game, and they're going to bring in a lefty, and we're going to see pinch hits. Um, so I am very concerned about playing Giants bats. It's a great spot. Richards gives up a ton of hard contact. He's been pitching out of the bullpen a lot. He's not stretched out. It's a good spot, but San Francisco is like the quickest draw to like pinch hitting hitters. And like, it's a, it's a 13 game slate. If you only get two at bats out of one of your hitters, unless he hits two home runs in the first two at bats, like you're, you're, um, you're going to be upset about it. So I am probably out on the giants, even in a good matchup. What are your thoughts on the giants today? I completely agree with you, Stevie. This is, you know, Jock Peterson's 4,900. Lamont Wade is 4,100. Conforto's 4,000. Like, that's just too much money to spend on guys that are going to get two at-bats, like you said. Like, it's just, it's not going to happen. I I really, like, if I was making 150 teams, I, I can't conceivably, like, even, I don't even know how many Giants I would even have. Like I might, I might have like a couple one-offs of like Estrada or something like that. But like, they're gonna give these guys the hook so fast, so they their ceiling is so limited. So I completely agree with you. Um, Toronto bats. I don't want to play Toronto. Logan Webb is a really good real life pitcher. Um, he might not have like the ceiling we're looking for in DFS in some matchups. Maybe he does, but. This dude generates ground balls. He doesn't walk people. Um, he doesn't typically get blown up. Um, I think he's allowed. I think he's allowed like only twelve or thirteen home runs on the entire season and multi home run games. I think three times and two of those were really early in the season. So I got no interest in Toronto bats against Logan Webb. Yeah, Logan Webb's too good of a real life pitcher. Um, I mean, perhaps Brandon Belt as like a salary saving option or Dalton Varsho, but that would be the only two guys I would even really consider. All right, Miami at Boston, no total in this game. Um, we have no idea. Boston, it sounds like Boston's gonna open and then they're gonna kind of this is like a full on bullpen game for them, um, is what it reads. Um, Braxton Garrett pitching against my socks here he has been pitching phenomenal down downgrade as far as ball ballparks go um going into Fenway when you're pitching in Miami what are your thoughts here on Braxton Garrett I think he's okay uh, I mean he's shown a, some big big strikeout numbers low walks um like you said like like if this game were being played in Miami this would be like completely different story um, but I think his price is low is low enough that I think you could consider him. Um, it's it's tough. Like I wouldn't do it in like a three max setting, but I think he's just cheap enough that I I think that if I was like twenty maxing, I would put him in one or two. I just love what he's been doing. I think he's I think he's just he's he's pitching really really well, and I I don't mind going back to him. Yeah, a lot of the lower strikeout guys in this lineup are right-handed hitter or left-handed hitters. Um, so when we're looking at it, and as Garrett has just been absolutely dominating here recently, um, I kind of like him in this spot. I think that this is a good spot for him. I think the ceiling is there. The downside is massive. I mean, no one's going to sit here and say there's not downside in taking Braxton Garrett, but um, I think the the upside is 
there. The risk is there, but the upside is there. So I like this spot for Braxton Garrett for large field tournament stuff. This wouldn't be a guy that I'd be rolling out in like a single entry contest. Uh, Miami Bats, bullpen type of game. Yoshida, by the way, Yoshida, um, he w- he didn't play Tuesday. He's dealing with like a forearm injury. And with the lefty-lefty, he might get um, might sit again in this game for what it's worth. But um, any interest in the Miami Bats here against um, the Boston bullpen? Yeah, actually, I do. Like, Jorge Soler, I think, is a fantastic play. Chaz Gisholm is is back in our lives. I think I think he's great. Soler is definitely my favorite, though. Huge ballpark, up, uh, ballpark upgrade for this Miami team. Um, like you said, we don't really know who they're going to be up against, but still, I, I absolutely love Soler. Um, you know, I, I think Arise is too expensive, but, I mean, he's a cool story. Uh, but, um, Jesus Sanchez is, is a cheap option that I, I don't mind getting to and, or, or, um, you know, uh, Garrett Cooper, if he, if he, if he gets in the lineup, I really like him too. Yeah. So Lair, um, I don't mind jazz. They're kind of the pricey guys here. Um, bullpen game always worries me a little bit because you don't know what you're going to get. Jesus Sanchez, um, if he cracks the lineup, he's cheap. He has power. I uh, don't hate that Boston side of things. I mean, right-handed power. So maybe Duvall, uh, maybe Turner. Uh, it would definitely be right-handed power for me. Um, it's not a stack though. Definitely not a stack. Um, you know, Devers is going to be a contrarian play um, left on left, but this is not a team that I want to get too much exposure to. All right, Milwaukee at New York facing the Mets. Singa and Miley facing off against each other in this one, eight and a half total. The Mets are 146 favorites. Uh, any interest here in Wade Miley against New York? Absolutely not. No, yeah. no, cha- no chance. Yeah, no interest for me either. Um, I do, however, have interest in Singa. I yeah. just, the Brewers, man, I just, this lineup is not great. A lot of strikeouts, a lot of ground balls. Um, I mean, this is a spot I think Singa has some ceiling. You know, we see his strikeouts go kind of all over the place. His walks have been the biggest thing with him. Um, but, I mean, a team that's not extremely patient, they do strike out. I think this is a spot Singa could have like a, a six to nine strikeout type of game and pay off this 10K price tag. I think, yeah, I think Milwaukee strikes out at the third highest rate in the league. Um, I haven't. I have not rostered Senga all season, and I'm pretty sure that's going to change on this slate. Um, I absolutely love him. Uh, we've already talked about, you know, guys like Keller, guys like, um, you know, I mean, I like Snell more, but we've already talked about guys like Keller, guys like Logan Webb, um, Garrett. Uh, Senga would be would be number two so far. Um, I absolutely love Senga. The question becomes, you know, we have a couple other great pitchers, you know, that we haven't talked about yet, and also the bats. But really, I absolutely love Senga. I think he's got a massive, massive ceiling in this matchup. It, it's in New York. I mean, everything really sets up for him to have a big, big game. Uh, any interest in the Milwaukee Bats? No. 
I got nothing. Um, no real interest. Uh, any interest in the Mets here against Wade Miley? You know, it's it's an okay spot. Pete Alonso is always one of my like favorite plays when he's when he's not popular, and I don't think he's going to be. Uh, Lindor is okay too. Uh, Tommy Pham at thirty two hundred, I think, is okay. Um, I guess Alvarez at thirty six hundred would be all right. This team's this team's okay. I think it would be better as like a secondary stack than like a full stack, but I, um, not a team that I like rushing to the window to play. Yeah. Um, okay. So I think an Alonzo Lindor combo is really good. Both these guys have crushed left-handed pitching this season. And then like, if you want to throw in like a Marte or an Alvarez as like a third person, I don't mind it. It's not a full stack for me, but I do think they're playable as a secondary stack. Houston at St. Louis nine total in this game. Cardinals at one twenty favorite Javier against miles. Mikolas, uh, any interest here? Christian Javier. Yeah, I, I actually I think he's 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 a fine play. Um, it's not, but the the problem is he kind of just falls from Snell from Senga. Um, you know, like even I think I, I'd almost rather play Garrett just you know with salary considered. Uh, Javier just doesn't have quite the high enough strikeout rate for me at ninety seven hundred. I think he's an okay play, but I just I think he's just gonna fall out of out of playability as we break down this slate. He's a, he's a pretty good pitcher though, so like I could see him having a good game, but I just don't see him really hurting you. Yeah, I mean, he has not been pitching great here recently, and the Cardinals, despite how bad they have been, um, they're still a really good lineup. I think I like paying up for a couple of the guys that we've already talked about. Um, I really, I just kind of want to, I know he's faced some like low strikeout teams here recently. And that definitely has a lot to do with like his 12% K rate over the last month. Um, but honestly, you look at the Cardinals and the lineup that they roll out most days, they don't strike out a ton. Um, so I think it's kind of one of those like low upside spots for Christian Javier and I kind of like some of the guys up there. He has only thrown over 100 pitches one time this season. And again, it's a 13-game slate. So I'm just worried about his overall ceiling. He really hasn't been pitching great. Um, tough matchups, but, I mean, this isn't a walk in the park either. Um, Miles Mikolas, I have all the interest in the world about picking on Houston right now. Um, but... Miles Mikolas is not a guy that I want to do it with. Um, uh, okay, I was gonna say I thought you were gonna. No. Like, I, I I really want to play Mikolas. I was like, oh no, 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 like, no, I, no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to be like, no, Stevie, no, no, uh, no, no, no. I'd rather play <laughs> Javier on the other side, and I don't like. Him, oh but... yeah, absolutely. I was like, um, oh man. Yeah, Miles like... Mikolas is a low strikeout guy. This lineup is not great right now. They're very right-handed heavy. So like, when you can get a pitcher that really kind of pitches well against right-handed pitchers. I like it. I don't like Mikolas in this spot. I'm gonna I'm gonna pass on him today, and it sounds like you're gonna do the same. He he's just he's so dependent on Babbitt. You know, he's not like a horrible pitcher, but like you know, earlier in the year he was priced like way lower, and it was like, all right, if you want to take some shots on certain slates, you know, like whatever, that's okay. He's 7200 now. 
he's not exactly free and he's just so low strikeout. Like if if the if Babbitt is not in his favor, you are in big, big trouble. So I'm not I have no interest in him. All right, bats. Um Altuve's still banged up for Houston. I I really like this spot for Kyle Tucker. He's expensive yes. as like a one off play. Yeah. Uh, but he would be my favorite bat from Houston. And then maybe if you want to take a shot on one of the cheap bats, but overall I don't have a ton of interest in Houston just because lineup's not great. Um, Diaz has been hitting the ball really well. Yep. He is like 3,400. So if you wanted to take a shot on him, I think he has like four home runs over the last um, 10 days. So um, don't mind him. Yeah. I was just going to say Kyle Tucker is might be the, my favorite bat that I've seen so far. Um, absolutely love him. He's going to be kind of like priced near the cores guys that are going to be super chalky. So I think Tucker would be like a contrarian one-off. I still kind of believe in Alex Bregman, even though I know he's not as good as he used to be, but I think that he's okay too. But, and you mentioned, you already mentioned Diaz and I think he'd be a great uh, play at the catcher position. Uh, any interest in the Cardinals bats here? Not really. This is going to be, this is like such a neutral spot. Javier's not necessarily a guy that I want to roster, but he's not somebody that I'm going to be picking on either. Cardinals are my favorite sneaky stack of the slate. Oh, whether it works out or not. Listen, okay. Yeah. I just yeah. want to say, I understand how bad the Cardinals have been, and this easily could not work out. If you dig into Christian Javier's numbers recently, He's giving up a ton of hard contact. He's getting hit very hard, and he's giving up a ton of fly balls. It's going to be hot in St. Louis. If he continues to struggle, this is the type of lineup that can pound this guy. So does it work out? Who knows? Am I going to stack the Cardinals today? Yes, I am. Um, my favorites obviously being like Goldschmidt, Arnato, Edmund, um, all like your typical – top of the order cardinal stack um i i really like it we'll see if it works out but i know as bad as the cardinals have been it's like kind of like oh man why am i stacking them but they have been a little bit better here recently this is the type of matchup that if javier continues to struggle they they really can hit him hard so um i do have a lot of interest in the cardinals today We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Moving on. Unless you have more to add on the Cardinals, Tim. I do not. Uh, I'll right. let I'll let you uh, 
live, live, or, live or die with that take. How about that? I mean, I, I'm wrong all the time. Um, no, and I hey, am man. okay with being wrong. <laughs> you know, listen, listen, I I, uh, I made a, I played a three-man pirate stack tonight, and they put up a bazillion runs, and but my guys were, were terrible. I was, I was, I was so tilted. <laughs> oh, I love when that happens. It's my favorite, yeah. but yeah, I mean the Cardinals, they have a really high implied run total today too. So like, I'm not, I'm not on the Island. I don't think so. We'll see. We'll see how it plays out. All right. Detroit at Texas nine and a half total in this game. Rangers, a two forty favorite. We got Wentz and Dunning facing off against each other. Uh, any interest here in Joey Wentz? No, definitely not in Wentz. Yeah, I don't want to play Joey Wentz either. This guy, I mean, quite frank, just isn't great. So, yeah. What is he at? Yeah, he's at a 20% K rate, 216 ISO, 370 Woba, almost 11% barrels. Yep, no interest. We'll talk about those Texas bats in a minute. Going to the other side of this game, Dane Dunning is someone that might be playable cheap wise his biggest issue is he doesn't strike anybody out he's 6100 though if he goes out and gives us 18 points and doesn't strike out a lot of guys i mean we're not mad about that he he's my favorite value pitcher on the slate uh, that could end up being like a horrible take but he really is um we're gonna need we're going to need some bats like in large field GPPs. Like if you don't like, you're not, it's going to be very hard to play like, you know, Snell and Senga. Like it's going to be very hard to play two 10 K guys and get, and get premium bats that I think that we're going to need. So you're going to have to take shots on, on guys like Dunning. You're absolutely right. 14% K rate K rate. Yeah. That's, that's pretty awful. Um, but I don't think this is a, a matchup where he's going to get hurt that bad. So if he can get through six and a third, you know, clean innings or give up one run, I think we're going to be thrilled with that. So he, he really is. He really is my favorite value pitcher on this entire slate. He's at a punt price almost. Um, yeah. You don't need a, a ton from him in this spot. Uh, any interest in the Detroit bats here? I don't. Um, I mean, unless, unless Dunning ends up being like chalky, like if he's like, ends up being like the chalky pun, I could see making some leverage stacks. Like if you're multi-entering, but I mean, really, I almost never have interest in Detroit. Yeah. I think the only person in Detroit I would have interest in here is Kerry Carpenter. It's not even like a ton of interest. He's going to put the bat on the ball. Not a huge strikeout pitcher um, kind of thing. Uh, Texas. Texas is another team I really like today. Wentz is super hittable. Um, this lineup has plenty of power from both sides of the plate. Um, Duran, really cheap. He's been great against left-handed pitching this season. But Texas is another one of those stacks that I'm looking towards um, stacking today, um, going up against Wentz. Now, Tex- now, Texas would be somebody I'd be on board with over like St. Louis and like, yes, I know that St. Louis is going to be way lower owned, but I don't think Texas is going to be highly owned because so much ownership is going to converge onto course field. So I, you know, I don't, I don't think Texas is going to be that high owned tech. Texas would be my team. If I can get to them, you know, they are probably like Seager 6,000, Semyon 57, Garcia 54. Like they're, they're, they're expensive. 
But if you're looking for just like price point pivots away from the chalky Dodgers bats, this would be my this would be my favorite team by by quite a large margin. So I think I think that this team could absolutely destroy Wentz and whoever the whoever they put in after him. <laughs> All right, we got Philadelphia at Chicago. Eight total in this game. Pick 'em game. Slight favorite to Philadelphia. Um, I think they're like minus one fifteen. Nola and Smiley facing off against each other. We'll start here with Aaron Nola going into Chicago, pitching a little bit better here recently. Great matchup. Um, I think this is definitely a spot you could take some shots on Nola. Again, I think a lot of these pitchers at the top are playable today. And obviously, I think Nola has some strikeout upside against the Cubs. Huge, you know, and and I think we had some great pitching weather on Tuesday um, at Wrigley. So, you know, we'll see, right? Like if, it, if it's the same kind of idea, that's a, that's going to be a it, nice bump. It's expected for... to be high of 70 winds blowing across from right to left about 10 miles an hour. Okay. So we'll, you know, we'll see kind of like what it is, but yeah, absolutely great spot. I think it's really what it comes down to is where do you rank him with Snell, with Sanga? We'll get to, um, you know, Logan Gilbert later uh logan Webb, like where do you rank him with logan webb and, and for me um like i i prefer him over logan webb but i still like i still like Sanga and snell more so that's that's where i'm at i'm not saying you can't play nola i'm not saying i wouldn't play nola if i was if i was making 20 teams um i think the bigger question is are you playing nola if you're like a three max player and that's kind of right on the border borderline with me. Um, it's it's tough. Um, I like I said, I, I do like Senga and Snell like a little bit more. So um, it's it's close. This is one of those slates where I could see myself in a three entry max having one of Nola, one of Snell, one of Senga, um, and just kind of spreading out because I think all three of these guys have very similar, very similar like ceilings. Um, so, I mean, it's really going to come down to, like, can we find some cheap pitching to pair with these guys? So, um, any interest in Drew Smiley on the other side of this game? Well, we keep our Drew Smiley streak alive, Stevie. Once again, <laughs> know, I'm, always... I'm, on a, I'm always on a show when Drew Smiley. And no, I know I do not. Not not in this matchup against Philly. I think I think our fun with Smiley is over. Um there's just too many good bats on this team. So I, I think it's a pass for me. Yeah, he's he's certainly someone um, that I'm hoping uh, that gets some ownership down in this range today. But no interest for me. His strikeouts are way down here recently. His walk, way, his walk rate is way up um, over three walks or more in three of his last four starts. Um, I'm going to pass on Smiley, even though like, a lot of the power in this lineup is left-handed. I still think this is a spot I want to stay away from Smiley today. Yeah. Um, Philly, Philly bats. Any interest here in the Phillies? I always like Kyle Schwarber. I know it's left on left, but I think that you know he's okay. JT Romudo is fine, but they're they're expensive, so they're tough to get to. And I like, you know. Obviously, we'll talk about cores, but I, you know, I also like the Ranger. I like the Rangers more, so it's tough. Like they kind of fall a little bit, but I think they're, I think they'd be okay. Like Nick, Nick Castellanos at forty three hundred, I think he'd be an interesting tournament play. 
Um, this team is really talented. Trey Turner again. I mean, it's they're tough to pass up. So I think they're okay. I think they're okay for tournaments. Alec Baum, Baum is someone I really like here. Mm-hmm. He hits the ball really hard. Um, yep. This is a really high contact spot. So he's someone that, depending on the wind, I have some interest in here. But yeah, I mean, I don't mind like a little mini stack depending on wind. But I don't have any interest in the Cubs bats. Nola is a great mm-hmm. pitcher. 13 nope. games slate. Don't see a ton of upside here. Yep. All right. Cruising along. We got Cleveland at Kansas City taking on the Royals. No total in this game. It sounds like it's going to be Allen and Austin Cox pitching against each other. Cox um, threw five, six days ago by the time this game is up there, and he threw 53 pitches. So I expect him to come out and maybe get a 15-pitch increase, 65 to 70 pitches here. I don't want to play Austin Cox, do you? No. That's I know I went backwards, state. but yeah, I don't have yeah, no, yeah, there's there's no reason to play him on this slate. Uh, any interest in Logan Allen going up against Kansas City? I I do, I do. Uh, I think I think he's gonna be. I don't I don't want to say popular. He's not gonna be popular, but I think in this range, he's gonna be kind of the go-to guy. Like if you are in this price point when you're building some teams and you land in this area, I think Logan Allen's completely reasonable option um you know pretty like pretty good matchup um he's he's you know 22 k rate eight and a half percent walk rate um he he has flashed a pretty some pretty good ceiling games i think this could be another spot where you could do that again i think this is a relatively safe matchup so if you can't get all the way up for like you know double barrel you know two ten gay guys and you need to go down a little bit. I think Logan Allen's a, a, a solid play. Yeah, I definitely don't mind this spot. Um, shout out to Keith. He was very high on Williams yesterday on the podcast. That dude absolutely smashed. Um, so shout out to Keith. He said he was his favorite pitcher, and hopefully he's crushing um, because that was a heck of a call. He's crushing tonight. So Great call by Keith. Um, any interest in the Cleveland bats here against Cox and what looks to be like a bullpen type of game? You know, Cleveland never really does it for me other than, other than Jose Ramirez and, and Jose Ramirez is very often under owned, like on, on pretty much every single slate. Um, but other than that, like Jimenez is getting expensive. Rosario is like, these guys were kind of like getting salary decreases and now they're starting to go back up again. So I've kind of lost, I've lost a little bit of interest. Um, You know, Josh Bell at 2,800, but man, he's just, he's not anybody that I'm really that excited to play. So I think Ramirez maybe as a one-off, but as a stack, I'm really not that into that. Yeah, Ramirez is a one-off. Cleveland's not a great team overall. Um, I will say that David Fry is 2,200. This guy had some big power last year in AAA. Uh, I wouldn't even say big power. He had, he had above average power in AAA last season. He's 2,200. Um, if he drew a good lineup spot, you could play him in the outfield. You don't necessarily have to play him at first base, so I don't, I don't necessarily hate that. Um, Kansas City side of things, I mean, this team's just struggling too. Both these teams, obviously, Bobby Witt against the lefty, I don't hate it. Garcia against the lefty, I don't hate that. But I mean, maybe Furman at 
at catcher. If he catches today, or he's 2,600. He's cheap. It would be one-offs on both sides of this game. I'm not stacking either side of this game today. That's exactly right, Stevie. This is not a stat game for me. I I, I love Bobby Witt. He's He really is one of my favorite players in all of baseball. I roster him a ton. Sometimes it's amazing. Sometimes it's not. Uh, this is not a spot um, that... I would be that excited to play him, but he's he's a tremendous talent. So for and, and his price is starting to go down under five k, forty eight hundred. That's a pretty good price, but Royals as a whole, I'm not that interested in. All right, we got Dodgers and Rockies facing off against each other in course. No total in this game. It sounds like Michael Grove is going to get the hill um, or bulk type of work like he did last time out. I guess. Um, I don't know. We'll see. But Freeland's pitching for um, Colorado. I don't really have any interest if it's Grove or whoever pitches for the Dodgers in this spot. Yeah, I, I'm not. I wouldn't roster either one of these pitchers. No, no chance. Yeah, not playing Freeland today. <laughs> no. All right, let's talk bats. Um, I mean, Dodgers against Freeland. Yeah, sign me up. You know, Will Smith. Mookie Betts, one of the top hitters on the slate. J.D. Martinez coming off of a two-home run game, if not more. Um, that game's still going. Chris Taylor, if he is in there, did he get put on the I.L. or just was banged up? He's on the I.L. I'm pretty okay. I'm pretty sure he's on the I.L. Yeah, he, he got put on the I.L. So uh, I knew he was banged up. It happened over the weekend, so I get a pass. Um, any interest here? I mean, obviously you have interest. What Dodgers are you liking here? Uh, you know, yeah, like Mookie, obviously, Will Smith, JD, like the the righties, you know, um, you know, it's this is gonna be a tough team, tough team to fade. Um, you know, I was thinking like just because there's a lot of pinch hit risk, um, with some of these cheaper guys, it's like, and there's a lot of pay up options at pitching. I think that maybe just like doing like three man stacks of the Dodgers might end up being a good play. Like if you if you could figure out a way to play five, that's obviously great. But I think you're giving up a lot of pitching on the slate. So jamming in five of them and then potentially having them get pinch hit for, I think I think is something just to be wary of when you're building out teams for the slate. Um, but obviously. I mean, I'm not telling you not to play out the the Dodgers. Like they're the they're the best team by by far. Not even close. If uh if DeLuca plays, what do you think his ownership's gonna be at twenty seven hundred in cores lefty righty well, matchup? That's and that's the type of person that I'm talking about. Like like it's he's gonna be high, but don't you think they yank him? You know, I, like, I think it depends on what the score of the game is. I always true. say this. Right, but it's like let's say it's five nothing, and he gets his two at bats, and Freeland's gone. Like, isn't isn't? Um... I think he would hit at least one more time. Okay, all right. I mean, I see. The, I would just be worried that like Peralta. Well, I also the... think it would be interesting to see what the lineup looks like because if Hayward, I think like because of Thompson being hurt and because of Taylor being hurt, we're gonna have some lefties in this lineup, and they're not gonna be able to like go fully like right-handed heavy yeah. here so yeah. like I, I think overall we see i think we see like two of peralta hayward and outman play um 
Yep. Well, if maybe that's one, the case, that maybe yeah, one. If that's the case. Yeah. Because I guess like Vargas, Vargas could play second, and Mookie could play the outfield. So then maybe Hayward and Peralta are on the bench or Altman's on the bench. And then that, I mean, that obviously gives two lefties there. But, I mean, yeah, Muncy coming back. Yeah, I mean, the pinch hit risk, sure. I hear you, but I also hear, like, he's 2,700 in cores. Yeah, I, I think we should just kind of, like, compromise on this one and just just say, you know, pay attention to the lineup. You know, like, yeah. if, you've, if, if you've got two – or even three lefties on the bench, the Luka's in big, big trouble. Okay. Yeah, because they like, have a lot of righties in this bullpen. There's not – I right. think they only have three lefties in the bullpen. Right. So, like, just – that's that's what I'm talking about when I'm saying maybe only play three or maybe only play four. You know, like, because I don't want people to get in a situation where they're not paying attention to the lineup and they're like, oh, this guy only got two at-bats. Like, yeah, you're probably not going to win a tournament that way if you build build out your teams, not paying attention to who's on the bench. I also will say this. If we do get like Altman or Peralta or Hayward, like these guys are starting lefty lefty. I mean, they're, they're likely not going to hit pinch it for us. So don't hate the prices on these guys. If they're in the lineup. Yep. Yep. Uh, Rockies bats. If it's Grove um, starting this game, even if it's like an opener situation, um, I have a ton of interest in the Rockies bats. They're not a team that I will typically play. Um, so yeah, I would have a ton of interest here. I also, I mean, it's good to note that like CJ Crone is back. Um, yeah. He came back on Monday. So that helps this lineup for sure. Um, Jones is someone I would like a lot here. Crone McMahon, they're cheap for being in course, um, you know, with Brian and Blackman on the IL, this, the stack is cheapest. So if it's Grove, I love the Rockies in this spot. Yeah, if it's Grove, I love Ryan McMahon. I love Nolan Jones. Um, like you said, this is not a team that we usually play, but this is a really, really great spot. Their prices are a little, probably a little cheaper than we thought they'd be. Um, but this is this is a really good spot. So let's see, you know, what the lineup's going to be. But I, I think Nolan Jones is is my favorite of of all the Colorado bats. Uh, moving on, we got White Sox and Angels. Nine total in this game. Giolito against Jaime Barria. Barria and the Angels are 125 favorite here. Any interest in Lucas Giolito? Uh. <laughs> um, probably not, I, but I think he's okay. Um, I, I keep seeing guys that are I feel more comfortable with that are a little bit above him. Um, but I do think he ends up being extremely low owned um, because of the rest of that 10K range. So I think in tournaments, he's our, he's okay. Giolito is so hit or miss. Um, I think that there's a talented arm in there somewhere. And sometimes we see it and sometimes he's just not great. So his last time out, I mean, he was dominant with 10 strikeouts. Um, but you know, I don't expect I don't expect that every single time. So it's kind of tough. Um, but if I'm making 20 teams, I think he is in the pool. Um, I'm interested to hear what you'd say uh, if if you're making 20 teams. Do you think Giolito should be in the pool? Yeah, I mean, strikeout ceiling wise, yes. Um, yeah, you know, strikeout strikeout stuff over the last 30 days is around 30. percent So 
Um, yeah. He's been pitching a lot better here recently. And honestly, like the Angels are are good lineup. They're not great. The bottom half of this lineup's not great. Um, obviously, you got to get through like Otani and Mickey Moniak has been fantastic, and he's always someone that uh, I really like here. We'll see. I mean, Trout wasn't in the lineup Tuesday. I mean, they said it was like a routine day off, which was, I think, super interesting. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, I, I I have interest in Giolito in tournaments just because of his strikeout ceiling, and I mean, that's what you're that's what you're kind of hoping for here is strikeouts. Jaime Barria on the other side of this game, he looked really good to start, you know, his season because I mean, he was out there for a little bit. Um, I mean, yeah, he got. He got um he didn't pitch what he didn't pitch deep into the Kansas City game. I have to look and see why that happened. I don't know um if it was weather or something or if he got hurt. Any interest here in Jaime Barria at sixty eight hundred? No. I think I, I think he'd be a pass for me. I I mean, as far as cheap pitchers go, I think he's okay. Um it'd be a, it'd probably be more of like a, a one fifty type of build for me to get you know, him into some lineups here. Um, trying to see what happened in that game. I don't know what happened in that game. So, um, yeah, I mean, he's cheap at 6,800. I definitely want to know. I got to look into and see what happened in that Kansas city game. Cause he's, it's been almost 10 days since he's pitched. Um, so a little concerned about that. White Sox, uh, again, on paper, their, their talent is fantastic, but actual lineup, construction they have an 84 wrc plus that's 28th in baseball against right-handed pitching strikeout plenty so if we're just looking for a cheaper option i think he's okay not my favorite but he's okay um any interest in the white Sox bats here i really like uh luis robert but i don't think he has to be like a priority but i i, I think that i would filter guys like jimenez robert vaughn um into into some of my teams just because I think that they do have some talent and I think that Berea can get, you know, uh, give up some homers. So I think that they're okay. Gavin sheets at 2,200. He has a little bit of power. Um, when Baria does struggle, it's typically against lefties, Ben attendee. I mean, I don't mind the cheap bats. Ben attendee's 2,900. If he hits leadoff in this spot, he's going to put the ball in play here against Baria. It's just whether or not, you know, it falls. He's cheap. Um, I don't hate it. Angels bats against Giolito. Any interest here? Not really, other than just the usual suspects of like Otani or Trout. But I don't have any interest in the stack or any of the any of the cheaper guys. I mean, you gotta you gotta come over to the dark side on Mickey Moniak, man. This guy is he is crushing. Isn't he the really? Isn't he really expensive now, though? He's forty two hundred. I don't know if I'd necessarily call that as super okay. expensive. Okay, I saw. I think he was forty four hundred the other day. So was listen, it was a lot nicer when he was like thirty two hundred. I get right, that, right, but... yeah, yeah. Okay, he has a four hundred ISO against right-handed pitching this season um strikes out does not walk when he puts the ball in play he hits it hard i mean what else do you like when it comes to that's true fantasy that is hitters? that that is the whole point of dfs i'm pretty oh sure. yeah i mean yeah. you can strike out three times and hit a home run i don't care that works for me all right yankees at oakland seven and a half total in this game yankees a 165 favorite herman against sears um any interest here in domingo herman I do, but I would say that, um, you know, Logan Allen is the exact same price. 
and I prefer Logan Allen over Herman, um, even though this is a pretty nice matchup going up against Oakland. But um, uh, I don't know. Like, Herman has not looked right, and I'm just not – I don't know. I, I, if I'm in this range, I would just rather pitch. I would rather pitch Allen. That's where I'm at with him. Yeah, I don't have any interest. Um, Domingo Herman's been pitching terrible. Oakland is a fantastic offense. Um, everybody needs to come to the dark side and just start believing in the Oakland bats. <laughs> um, I, like, I'm semi-joking, okay? Like, I, I am joking. But, I they're, don't want people... but they're but they're cheap. They're cheap. they're good enough for they're good enough for their salaries though. So I agree with you in that capacity. I mean, the strikeouts have just come down. The walks have gone up. Um, they can go extreme, like, left-handed heavy now. Like, Blade, Brown, Noda, Kemp, um, Peterson. They have Tyler Wade up now. Like, they can go so left-handed heavy that, like, you really need a pitcher that's going to dominate left-handed bats. And that's not Domingo Herman. He has been really struggling recently. He's had some tough matchups. Don't get me wrong. Um I think he's going to get ownership today and I'm out. If he's going to start popping in projection models, which he should, I'm out. Um, I, yeah, he's going to project well tomorrow. I got, I got some spicy takes. Don't worry. We'll talk about Oakland bats in a second. Um, (laughs) JP Sears on the other side of this game, I kind of have some interest in JP Sears here. He's 7,100. We don't have a lot of cheap pitchers. He's been pitching consistently decent. Um, I don't know if I would call it good, but I definitely wouldn't call it bad. He's getting the pitch count up there. Um, I mean, obviously with no judge in this lineup, it helps. Harrison Bader definitely hurts. Um, He has been absolutely crushing left-handed pitching this season. With him being back, that hurts a little bit. But Sears is cheap enough that I have interest in Sears at 7,100. Like, we we've maybe talked about two cheap pitchers today yep and and i mean it wasn't like a ringing endorsement for dunning he's facing detroit like he's not gonna go out and light the world on fire that's the whole reason why i like dunning is basically because he's facing detroit you know it's not like because i love dunning i completely agree with you i really i really like jp sears um i think people are still intimidated by this new york lineup and they're still they're still good but they're not it's Without Aaron Judge, Stanton's really struggling. Like, I, I Sears, it's funny. Like, I, I really was very, very against Sears early in the year, but now I'm slowly coming around and coming around. And now I'm seeing this salary and I'm seeing this slate. And I'm like, I think there's a case, a very, very solid case to be made to play Sears. Like, if you need to get into this 7K range for pitching, I think I think he is the top option, you know, in that in that seven K range. Stan's lowest WRC plus in his career is one fifteen. It was last season. He has a seventy three WRC plus this season. Like he wow. is. What do you what what's going What's going on with him? Like, I haven't looked at any of his Statcast stuff. Um, I haven't either, but it, it's bad. Like when you're looking yeah. at some of his advanced numbers, like. He declined last year, and I—I I, I mean, you—you you equate a lot of that to injury, but I don't know if he's just not fully healthy. He's not walking, like his lowest walk rate in his career was his rookie season at eight point six. He's at five point nine percent this year. Like the dude has fourteen RBIs um, in a hundred and ten at bats, which isn't terrible, but 
something's going on with Stanton. He's striking out a bunch. He's not hitting for a lot of power. Um, it's the lowest hard hit rate of his career. It's early. In, I mean, it's it's only 100 at bat, so it's not like we're saying, oh, this is going to continue. But, um, yeah, I mean, the, the guys, the two guys that I fear the most in the Yankees lineup right now are, are Torres and Bader. Like, right. I, it's not even Stanton. I hope Stanton's in the lineup. I think my strikeout ceiling goes higher with Stanton in the lineup right now. And, and this game is in Oakland. Yeah. You know, I mean, definitely like, hurts the power. Right. Right. Uh, Yankees bats. I mean, I just kind of said it. Torres, um, Bader. I love Bader today. He is way underpriced for facing the lefty. I know as much. I just said, I like Sears. I think Bader is one of the better value plays on the entire slate. So, uh, again, I, I do like Sears. Don't get me wrong, but Bader's having a fantastic year against left-handed pitching. He doesn't strike out a lot. He's going to put the ball in play. He's he's just too cheap. Um, they need to get about, his price back up about, over 4K. What about Josh, Josh Donaldson? What's he doing? Is this his, be like his, re- he only has 10 at-bats this year. He only has 10 at-bats against left-handed pitching. Um, I, I mean, he, has, he still has pop. It's just – gosh, man, Josh Donaldson – He's another guy that's just not been healthy. <laughs> right. They uh, are cheap, though. Like LeMay. Yeah, I mean, 3K. for sure. They are cheap. Yeah, they are cheap. Uh, but I don't like them. I mean, like, you know, if you're in a 150 player, sure, you can absolutely play them. But I I, I much prefer Sears in this matchup than, than, than the Yankee stack. I will likely have, like, a little three-man of Torres, Bader, and Donaldson. Or I don't even know if it'd be Donaldson. It might be LeMahieu. It might be whoever catches. I'll have a little three men from the Yankees. They're just too cheap. Um, not my favorite spot, but I mean, if Sears is going to get some ownership, and I know I'm going to play Sears at least one of three. I might play him two of three and then do a mini stack. The Yankees are too cheap. It's as simple as that. Um, Oakland bats. I mean, I like Oakland here as a cheaper mini stack. You know, whether it be Nada, Blade, Brown. I mean, they're just cheap. They just continue to be cheap. Ruiz, if he's back in the lineup, his stolen base ceiling just gives you so much upside. I'm just – Seth Brown is 2,700. Nada is 2,700. Um, they're just – they're the cheap bats that make everything kind of work if you want to pay up for some pitchers on the slate. Yeah, like if you if you want to pay up for some pitchers, get some cores exposure. You're going to need some dirt, dirt cheap. Uh, hitters, and I think you're you're perfectly correct that this team is not as bad as they seem, and they're super super cheap. We've talked about how uh, badly Herman is struggling, and so I think that they're I think they're great. Like I think they're great. As I, I love Seth Brown, um, I love Nada. Um, I think he he he's a great play too. Um, so. I'm I'm fine with this Oakland team. Like if you if like if you're playing Snell Senga, you want to play three Dodgers. Like you you gotta you gotta find some really really cheap bats, and I think this is a good spot to do it. Not five man stacking Oakland. I just want to go on no. record and say that. Um, no, I agree. I agree. All right, Rays and Diamondbacks to finish us out. Um, Eflin and Davies nine total in this game. Rays a one forty four favorite. Dean, what's up, Dean? Hope you're having a great night. Um, he said, first time caller. Is this where I ask my season long questions? I'm just trying to have some fun with Tim. Definitely know that's directed at Tim. Um, 
not because I messed with Dean all of show um, yesterday on Grinders Live. All right, Eflin, 10-9 for Zach Eflin today. I, I can't do it. Arizona is one of those teams now where it's just like, I don't want to play right-handed pitching against them. Low strikeouts, a lot of power. I, I just, especially when he's like one of the highest priced pitchers on the slate. I was just going to say, it, it, isn't he the most? Yeah, he's the most yeah. expensive pitcher on the slate uh, against a very, very, very low strikeout Arizona team. That's a pretty easy pass for me. Like, I, I, I think even if I'm making 150, I think I'd hit, I'd hit, I think I'd hit, hit the X button, to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, I don't have any interest here. He's kind of a reverse strikeout pitcher. And, I mean, outside of Carroll and maybe Thomas, maybe McCarthy, he's going to have a lot of righties here. Uh, I guess Marte and Perdomo are switch hitters, but I I don't like Eflin. He's too expensive. I I don't love the upside. And I definitely, definitely, definitely don't like Zach Davies on the other side of this game. No, definitely not. But so, I like I like the Rays. I I like the Rays. I was just gonna say I said yeah. Pat, I do I like the Rays quite a bit, and I think this this is gonna be a very very forgotten stack. You want to talk about low owned? Like people, this last game of the slate, like people aren't gonna wait around for a Rays stack. So I I think this is a very very good contrarian stack. Yeah, that didn't work for what it's worth with the Dodgers. Even though their lineup came out super late, they were still very popular on Tuesday's slate. Um, I, I like Tampa. They're expensive, but this is a ballpark upgrade. You know, we do get a couple cheap bats in here. I think they're a really good pivot off of maybe Texas or the Dodgers here. Um, I could see them having a big game against Zach Davies. Zach Davies stinks. He's yes, bad. he is very bad. He's bad. Um, any interest in the Arizona bats against Eflin? I mean, we don't like Eflin, but I don't necessarily want to pick on him either. I just don't think Eflin has like a ceiling at ten nine. So I, I'm not really, I'm not too excited to play Arizona bats. They're too expensive. Um, Carroll sixty two would be my favorite in this spot. Yeah, if you want like a one off power home run, maybe with like a Gary L. Maybe attack that um, Christian Walker type plays, but. Yeah, I don't have a ton of interest in the Arizona Bats. I just think Eflin's too expensive for the matchup that he has, so I can't play him here. All right, morning grind game, and then we will get out of here. Under 8K to get six or more strikeouts. Who do you got? Uh, I'm going to go J.P. Sears. I like it. Um, And I do like that. Let's see. Oh, man. Gosh, cheap pitchers stink today. They're so bad. I guess I will take Dunning. I don't think he gets six strikeouts. I'm playing him more for his six innings. You're playing, Over... him, for, you're playing him for clean innings is what you're yeah. playing him for. Yeah, Not playing it. I would love for him to strike out six, but. Right. Um, Over 8K to score under 15. Who's your bust today? Uh I know who you're going to take, so I'm not going to steal him. <laughs> I'm going to go Eflin. All right. Who did you think I was going to pick? Uh, your uh, Javier. Yes, you are correct. Yeah. yeah. Over 4K to hit a home run, not in cores. Who's going yard today? Uh, Kyle Tucker. Tucker. I, I like that call. Um, I'm going to go Nolan Gorman 
to hit a home run today. I think he's one of my favorite home run plays of the slate. Under 4K to get two hits. Who do you got? Uh, Seth Brown. Well, I like that one too. Uh, give me Alec Bohm from Philadelphia. Hopefully the wind is not blowing like massively in Wrigley. Stack to score six or more runs today. Who do you got? Uh, assuming we can't do cores, I'm going to go Texas. Here we go, St. Louis, baby. For all my St. Louis fans to hang out in the chat and mess with Keith, hopefully we're on the same cheering train here today. But uh, like the Cardinals, Tim, always a pleasure having you on. That's going to wrap it up here for Wednesday's podcast. Hope everyone has a fantastic day. We'll be back Thursday talking more baseball. Good luck, everyone. We'll see you then.